2: I just came back from the Los Angeles National Cemetery. It doesn't make any sense that in this cemetery where there were almost 100,000 people buried, veterans, there were only like 20 people walking around. But 20,000 or so go to a political rally where someone promises them to make America great. But the fact of the matter is those veterans are the ones that made America great. So I hope that next year, when I go back to that cemetery, that I will see you 20,000 that are so patriotic. I hope I see you there.
3: All right, Arnold. I'm so over politics. I'm uh, so over arguing about Trump.
0: If his if his point is it'd be nice if we had more people at the, uh, you know, paying attention to Veterans Day, I'm fine with that. If it was just a shot at Trump, then uh, screw you, Arnold. Yeah, Go Just away. shut up, Arnold. Go away. Yeah, please. Um, uh, a- I want to just follow up when I was talking about polls before the break and how I've not heard anybody bring this up. If the polls have been consistently wrong the same direction, two election cycles in a row, all of the polls... And including the internal polls, from what I'm told, with the campaign, so there's just something going on there. Why is nobody discussing how far off are we on our knowledge of how people feel about illegal immigration, or abortion, or anything else? Are they all skewed one direction, like the presidential numbers,
1: mm, and by
0: anywhere between three and ten points? Because that would have a huge difference, make a huge difference in the way we look at these things. Absolutely, it would. If instead of be it being 55-45, it's, it, it, you know, maybe flipped or much closer or much further apart, we got to figure out a way to know this or stop using polls for anything.
3: Yeah, I suppose so. One disturbing aspect of this is that a few folks are making the point now is that if your candidate is 12 points behind in the polls, because at one point... Susan Collins was seriously behind in the polls. I can't remember this. She never gap. led in a
0: single poll and right. won
3: easily. Right? She won in a landslide. But if you consistently see polls that say your guy, your gal is way out of it, sure, or so far ahead they can't be beat, either, you one might of them. not vote. Either one of them. And if I were trying to suppress, say, Republican turnout, I would say that uh, oh yeah, your candidate's losing bad. They're just don't even bother. They're losing bad. No, I'm not I don't think it probably was deliberate you wouldn't because all the polling organizations are now a laughing stock um, so they I don't think they'd willingly participate in it but something odd is going on
0: there I, I to wish be, I
3: could figure out what it is.
0: yeah there seemed to be more concern among the Democrats that there was going to be complacency because the polls showed Biden winning so easily than you know that it would have done them good. So it's hard to believe that they would rig the polls for that. Right. You'd want to make it seem like, man, it's nip and tuck. We could lose this thing. Get out there. Call your neighbors. Yeah. Oh, and
3: hey, Lindsey Graham, great example. He was deadlocked in a tie with his opponent in the polls, except that he uh, he won by a lot. So, yeah, I suppose you could you could paint almost every scenario and explain how it's a plot um, to but get you to stay home. But the fact that they
0: always are all the same direction, that's what's confusing. They're missing a crowd that leans that direction. And that crowd probably likes guns, hates abortion, a bunch of different things that I would like to see their numbers added into the polling on those topics.
3: Yeah, I'm just going through the reel in my memory. Uh, The Fox News decision desk uh, on election night called that the Democrats would gain six or seven seats in the House. And they actually lost six or seven. Um, and, uh, they've definitely lost five and they're about to lose a couple more. So,
4: I mean, they were way the hell off and they had every interest in getting it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think there's any future for polling that is based off of question and answer of what do you think blank is? I think the, the only future for polling has to be on behavioral analytics, looking at the, wh- whatever it is, I don't know the next step in that. But there, there is nothing to compel people to be honest to pollsters. Mm. And I think any polls based on that, especially in the era where people know that this is this poll is going to be used for something else, how do I want this to affect the outcome of whatever I think this poll might be used for, is just too prevalent. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it can't be Q&A, what do you think about stuff, I here's do, the poll. Right. Yeah. I do
0: think that artificial intellig- intelligence or al- algorithms will be able to when they've got enough data on all of us predict pretty much everything about us. Oh good. I think people are predictable <laughs> enough that when they have an entire lifetimes worth of buying history and um you know where you live and just all these different things they'll be able to predict really closely just what kind of car you're going to drive, when you're going to retire, just all kinds of things. So I'll be able to ask my phone
3: uh I have an iPhone Siri, what am I going to end up eating tonight? Well, you and Judy will hem and haw for 15 minutes about what you want. You will not agree. You'll suggest going out to this place where they have a wide menu. Oh, yeah, that's probably what will happen. Thanks.
0: (laughs) And then we'll go there. I'm easy on that conversation. Very easy on that conversation. Pretty much, only thing that I won't eat is Indian food. I just, I, I dislike the flavor of that so much. Racism I, and anti
5: Kamala Harris and people. her proud Indian no, heritage or black no, heritage, or but whatever. For some
0: reason, I, I can't even choke down that food. But other than that, I'll eat anything. And yeah. I mean it. The problem is, almost everyone I've ever engaged in this conversation with in my whole life, when they say they don't care, they don't mean it. When I say I don't care, I mean it. Mm hmm. You say you don't care. right? I throw something out. No, I'm not in the mood for <laughs> that. Okay, no, no. so you have something in mind. Then tell me what it is. <laughs> no, I want you to suggest things and
4: me tell you no. That's the game we're <laughs> Why
0: playing. Why are we playing this game? Why don't you just decide? I mean it when I say I don't care. 100%. You choose it and we will go there. Maybe you'd have
3: more friends if you didn't angrily indict them when you're discussing what to eat.
0: Okay, we'll go eat get burgers. I don't feel like burgers.
4: Okay, okay then. We're fine. already talking <laughs> yeah, about make food the decision <laughs> more than I wanted to. <laughs>
0: You two are weirdos, though. You can't, do again, you've been barred. But you barred, people who care I say, about food, why, from this discussion? why can't you accept someone <laughs> saying they don't care? Now I'm speaking for everyone who yes. likes food? You're speaking for everyone who enjoys food and eating out. Why can't you accept the answer of, I don't care. I'll go wherever you want. Does that take the fun out of it? Is mm-hmm. part of the fun Wrangling over it. No, it's no, no, no. Here's the problem.
3: You, as you pointed out, actually mean you don't care. You're the only one. As positive Sean was delightfully parroting. Everybody else who says that cares and you're about to have a long discussion. So I don't care is not a good answer. Well, be honest. Participate. People should be honest. We both know
0: it's a two-person decision. So jump in and let's get started. That's why. But it's not a two-person decision from my side. My decision is whatever you say, I will agree to. So that's a (laughs) one-person decision. But you're
3: like an eight-foot-tall guy saying,
4: why are doorways so low? You just got to deal with it. You're not like normal people. How do I opt out of the the the, the conversation about it, though? Let me know when when
3: you. Yeah, it f- seems like a blessing to me. Just wander away and reemerge ten minutes later with, with eating something with a bowl of cereal or I, a burrito I, or whatever. I, what, I,
0: what I don't get is it seems all like do be, whatever you want. <laughs> I would love it if more people said to me on a br- on a more topics, you get to choose this. All right, and I will go along without a word of complaint.
3: Right there, you go. Now that's a conversation.
4: But when I do that to other people, they act like I'm imposing (laughs) a burden upon them, hanging an albatross around their neck that they will (laughs) never be able to rid themselves of.
0: Right. Like, I've done something awful to you by saying you get to choose.
4: You know,
3: speaking of uh, research and polling and that sort of thing, I've got to ask my daughter if I can reveal what her message is on her mortarboard or flat hat for graduation. Virtual graduation.
5: I'm sure it's fine.
3: (laughs) I got to ask her if I can say what it is, because it's pretty funny, and it's apropos to the uh, conversation, and also plainly proves without a genetic test that she is my daughter. Uh, is that a I, thing, I putting a for...
0: message on your hat? Yeah, oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. My son. <laughs> and then who's, who sees it? Like people from above, or?
3: Well, if you're there, it it kind of sits back on your head. You can see people's messages, because uh-huh. you don't wear it square on top of your head flat. It's kind of cocked to the
0: side. I haven't been to a graduation in... 40 some years so.
3: they're exactly the same yeah. no, i'm sure they are Well, this remember. one's going to be virtual it's going to be online
0: mm-hmm. so i uh ran into the sort of thing you've seen online a lot like youtube videos of i ran oh, into oh i'm
3: sorry I, I had to finish the thought my son's uh was a quote from the big lebowski it was actually uh, uh john goodman's character quoting nietzsche <laughs> and that's what was on his hat it, it, if you can conceive it dude it is no dream <laughs>
0: I would have put on my hat. I would have put on my hat. I'll eat whatever you want. <laughs> um, I ran into a mask Nazi at the park, the kind of, like you see on YouTube videos. Oh boy! Who threatened to call the police? Oh boy! Because my kids weren't wearing masks. Uh, oh boy! So I'll tell a brief version of that story. The whole the whole version is at ArmstrongandGetty.com. But it was I don't know how would you have handled this situation. Stay tuned.
3: The Armstrong and Getty
4: Show.
0: All this case stuff is silly. If you test positive, is that in fact a case in any meaningful sense? In New York State, only today, as of today, only 1,600 people are hospitalized in a state with something like 220 hospitals. Uh, So you do the math. Oh, wait, nobody can do the math because none of the kids have been at school for a year. So nobody can work out the math, which is uh, that it's about six or seven COVID cases per hospital. There is no justification for this. That's uh, Mark Stein on Tucker Carlson last night. He is also talking about the new rules in New York. And he said under the new guidelines, no more than 10 dead people can gather at any one time to vote for Joe Biden, which I thought was a funny joke.
3: Yeah, more on that to come. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I have been granted permission to uh, to share with you. Delaney has not actually settled on what's going to be on her graduation hat, also known as a mortarboard. But her uh, preliminary choice is, don't use my data for your narrative. I like it. Wow. Wow. 21st century libertarian smack.
0: (laughs) Um, So what would you have done in this situation? I'm I'm at a house near a park with my kids yesterday. Nice neighborhood, nice park. And my kids say, can we run over to the park? I say, sure. They head over to the park and the guy I'm talking to says, well, you let him go over by yourself. He said, I don't do that with my kids. And uh, I said, how old are your kids? And he said, six and eight. And I said, well, mine are eight and ten if... When they were six, when I wouldn't let my six-year-old run over there, probably. Yeah, six to eight's a significant journey. Uh, and the ten-year-old will keep an eye I mean, on things. Going from age six to age. And he said, oh, and I and I was feeling kind of uh, half proud of myself for being such a freewheeling, let my kids have a good time parent." And a boy. And a little nervous that I was making the wrong decision because maybe he was right. But <laughs> um, within moments, my kids come back crying from the park. Oh boy! On their bicycles. Some lady said she's going to call the police and the police are coming and we're going to get arrested. So they went over to the park with no masks on, which I didn't think twice about because we have been at the park literally four times in the last five days and lots of people playing there and. Not even close to half ever of the people who have been wearing masks because so,
3: they're children
0: outdoors. Um. So, it, you know, I don't actually know what the regulations are for. All I know the regulations are now that you have to wear masks. But I don't. But I know I'd been there very recently, and it. So it's not like clearly a crazy thing to do. I don't think. But anyway, so this lady apparently had uh, really lit into them about how they needed to have masks on, and she was calling nine one one and going to call the police. And uh, my son, who's really uh, really tries to stay out of trouble, is really upset about that, um, that the police were coming. And I, it took me a while to calm him down and convince him that the police are not coming. And even if they did come, they would talk to me. Everything will be fine. She's a crackpot. She's a crazy person. My other son wanted to fight her. Yes. That's the way he is. But... Um, so Use
3: I, the left to set up the right, son.
0: So uh, I, I headed back over to the park. And uh, I'll give you the short version. The long version is at armstrongandgetty.com if you want. But I did... Uh, the kids went and played. We put on masks because, I, like I said, I don't know what the rules currently are. And I walked up to the woman. I said, are you threatening children? Is that what you're doing here at the park? She said, I didn't threaten anybody. I just called 911. They were not wearing masks. I said, you are a lunatic. And I walked <laughs> away from her because I could tell by looking at her with her frizzy hair and her wild eyes that she was a lunatic.
3: Ah, The curly hair of the lunatic.
0: Now, I had the unkempt, I don't take care of myself look ah. that a lot of lunatics have. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somehow,
4: were you just in a static field of some sort, frizziness? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she had oh. one of those weird hats that mostly young people wear, and she looked to be like 40 or something, with the the things that hang down on the sides, and yes. it was like a unicorn head or something. It was a weird hat nice. for a grown up to be wearing. But she was a loon, clear, clearly. <laughs> wow. And that's—I left it there. What would you have done? I'd be interested. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. My youngest son was really, really angry that I didn't like really tear into her and everything. Really, uh. I considered telling her. Go ahead, call the cops and see what happens. I'd be oh, yeah. kind of interested myself. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I, I don't think you're going to get the screeching tires and flashing lights that you're hoping for over this, but. Uh, unless there was
3: literally nothing else happening in your town they never would have showed up
0: of course and even if they did i'm sure it would be a very mild situation it'd be a lot
3: of eye rolling guaranteed <laughs> it was like that that Putts uh, city commissioner lady from portland calling the cops cuz her lift driver wouldn't raise the windows up the all police the way are not a complaint department for civil matters, <laughs> or for humanity.
4: This guy was a jerk. Can you come over here, please? <laughs> uh, I, I, I think your impulses were right. Uh, one of my life uh, creeds is don't argue with fools. People from a distance can't tell who is who. Uh, yeah, that he, and you, you don't can,
3: engage in a fight you can't possibly win. Yeah. This,
4: I was
0: at least somewhat concerned, because I've been given this advice by a number of men who have had things go the wrong way. If things get ugly with a woman and the police show up, the dude goes away. Yeah. yeah always. <laughs> That's just the way it works, oh, no matter who did what. Oh, boy. And, yeah, uh, it's worth yeah, remembering. Yeah, if you you know, if you get into an argument with like, a really emotional, crazy person, you're going to be at their level, whether you like it or not, very soon. Mm-hmm. And, just,
4: and there was also the... Kids may or may not be the most reliable narrators, right? So, so how There's some of
0: that, some of that, how absolutely. accurate was oh, the although, representation? Although I got a text as I was walking back over there, I didn't mention this from um, one of my son's friends was at the park. And his mom was at the park, and she texted me as well back. She said, uh, my son just came over and said, some lady was really screaming at Sam about something. Do you know what's going on? Oh, boy, okay. So, so account. So he saw it and, and ran yeah. over to his mom like, there's something weird going on. So Eyewitness news. There was something happening. Yeah, but then you
4: approached her. She gave off the vibes. Okay, this personality fits with how my yeah. kids were describing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much it. Hey, even if you felt compelled as a health hazard to do that, I don't know who you are to, anyway, but just, you know, well, th- th- be, be a little more gentle with children. They're children. Pick up right? the
3: Internet, by the way, and, and, and look into kids and transmissibility and being outdoors and the rest of it. Of course, she's a crazy person. It reminds me, we mentioned this uh, earlier, uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones from the 1619 Project. She's tweeting now about opening the damn schools. The data's in, she says. The kids are not super transmitters. In fact, the opposite. Opposite. Open the schools, says the great liberal journalist. So That uh, was
0: interesting. I texted my wife. She was driving quickly quickly over, probably going to fight the woman. You'll oh. have to hear that part at armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, and no. I think that probably would have happened. Luckily, the woman left before my wife got shot. Jab, scared, that would have, jab, jab,
1: hook. That would have been an ugly situation.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
6: perfect home, sweet home.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Right now, fewer than 15,000 votes separate Donald Trump from Joe Biden in the state of Georgia. It's close enough that it's worth getting specific about what happened there. Among those votes, auditors will find a ballot cast by a woman called Deborah Jean Christensen. It'd be hard to find anyone who's got a bad word to say about Deborah Jean Christensen. She was well-known in her community for years as a bird watcher, an avid gardener, a committed fan of the Georgia Bulldogs. Those who knew her were sad when she died last May, and they might be surprised to learn that even after her death, Deborah Jean Christensen still managed to register to vote and then cast a ballot, presumably for Joe Biden. In some ways, it's an inspiring story. The triumph of voting over death.
3: That was just the beginning of Tucker's little feature at, as there have been quite a few uh, deceased people who have uh, been confirmed to have voted.
0: Right, and Tucker uh, is also not trying to make the argument that there are going to be enough to overturn the election, but he's also making the argument that The New York Times headline, the CNN headline, the headline of there is no voter fraud is just not true. It's absolutely false. And the
3: New York Times contradicted itself in the stories we pointed out. So
0: why not, when you find out that dead people voted or whatever, try to figure out a way to keep that from happening in the future? What's wrong with that? I know. It seems like everybody would be in agreement with that. Can't
3: imagine.
5: How about 52, Sean? And no one quite embodies that story like James Blaylock of Covington, Georgia. Mr. Blaylock was a mailman for 33 years until he passed away in 2006. 14 years later, according to state records, he was still mailing things. James Blaylock cast a ballot in last week's election. How did he do that? It might be worth asking the New York Times. Maybe James Blaylock was just one of those extraordinary mail carriers. <laughs> Neither rain, nor snow, nor gloom of night, nor even death itself <laughs> could keep him from the mail. In his case, maybe voting from the grave wasn't really fraud, it was just commitment.
3: Wow. Wow. You're so right. That stupid New York Times story. I can't remember when in the show we talked about it. The headline said no vote fraud fraud found. And then the subhead itself said officials say uh, no, no widespread vote fraud found. Wait a minute. There's
0: two different st- Statements, you lying liars. I think the subhead was, vote fraud not widespread enough to overturn the election. Yeah, that might have been it. You just said there wasn't vote fraud, and then you said there was. In your own subhead, how does anybody read those two things at the New York Times
3: and say, okay, print it, post (laughs) it?
0: And there's nothing wrong with that as a headline. The second one? Incidents of voter fraud being found but not enough to overturn election is a perfectly fine headline.
3: Unless you're in favor of
0: voter fraud. You think what that's other what
3: motivation is? could there possibly be?
0: I think it's just that they can't possibly, because Trump's saying it, they can't even hint that he might be kind of right. It just galls them too
3: much. Well, you are either a gutless person who ought to do something else. You're a child. Or, um, or you're just an activist and you have no regard for the truth whatsoever. And, you know, it's a little of both, I think. Morgan Wallen is the name of that country singer who was supposed to sing on uh, Saturday Night Live.
0: He's the guy, I just realized yesterday, that sings the song about winning the lottery. I love that song. Oh, I don't know
3: it. It's kind of funny. Um, But he's uh, among uh, country singers who said, we're going to start booking shows again. Spurred by the sight of the election celebrations. All the up with Biden celebrations that took uh, place across America this weekend. When all the major news outlets said, yeah, it looks like Biden. The hypocrisy is unreal, he wrote on Instagram Sunday after sharing footage of the crowd gathered at a Black Lives Matter plaza in Washington, D.C. <clears throat> That's a, it's a Marxist organization, you realize, there, Washington, D.C. And, oh, that uh, Patrice Cullors, the, the uh, co-founder of Black Lives Matter, is demanding a meeting with Biden. I just saw that. She's a Marxist.
0: We want something for our vote, she said.
3: Fabulous. Anyway, so uh, Wallen wrote... Time to start booking shows. If you don't agree with me, fine. We can still be friends. But I have a family, band, and crew that need to be provided for and taken care of. If it's okay for us to party in the streets with no social distancing, then we can book shows right now. The sentiment was shared by Chase Rice, another country guy who was widely criticized after doing a show in Tennessee in June. Glad to see thousands gathering again, he wrote on Twitter. Cool. Glad that's happening. Concerts can resume.
0: I think it's when it rains, it pours, Michael. If you can find that for the next segment from him, his girlfriend dumps him, or his yeah, his girlfriend dumps him, and then he wins some money in his scratch-off ticket. He buys a tank of gas and a case of beer. Then I'm caller number five on the radio station. Won a three-day, two-night beach vacation. (laughs) He just starts having all these good things happen to him after his girlfriend dumps him. It's a funny song, amusing. Anywho, he makes a good point though about the whole COVID thing.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant about yeah. dumping the girl.
0: No, 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 no. The COVID but stuff. The,
4: the, the, Kick her to the curb, fellas. The celebrations in this, these were not like pre planned events, mm. though. Like, I, I, it doesn't seem like an apples to apples comparison to me. You Yuck. sweep
3: in with the riot police and start cracking heads, Sean. That's what you do. <laughs> Speaking um, of the vid, California Poison Control has launched a new program because evidently people are poisoning themselves to try to prevent COVID or something. Um, I, uh, if you're actually, like, swinging down rat poison to, like, cure your COVID or something. I can't help you. No, we really can't help those people. You're, uh, I, mean, I feel I feel very bad for them and, and the people that love them.
0: You're busy yelling at kids at the park. So we've got a whole bunch of uh, text responses to that. And, and, you know, I don't know if you're just uh, tough social media people or you'd actually done this. But the overwhelming response is they would have either physically attacked the woman. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. Or uh or certainly verbally attacked the
3: woman. If you're a if you're a dude, you're going to jail.
0: Yeah, and and, and it's gonna be a big deal. Um, I would have went after her like a crazed spider monkey. Okay. I would have done what your wife was gonna do. Hmm. Um I think my wife actually would have attacked her. Um which which is a normal human impulse, by the way, if somebody is uh, you know, uh causing harm to your children. That's the way you react as a parent. Well, I that's, asked, that's your emotion. I you actually know? asked my wife what she would have done. You don't have to follow through on your emotion, right. obviously. Well, remember, it's
3: fight or flight, though. I could see Judy saying, come on, we're leaving. There are crazy people at this park, you know, and not fighting anybody. But, well, to each their own. Especially because the chick is obviously nuts. Yeah. I mean, there's where where is the line between you're a self-righteous biatch and you're mentally unhinged and should be pitied. It's difficult to find that line in the moment sometimes, but I've had that experience where I go from anger to thinking this poor son of a gun is going to spend the rest of his life this nuts, yeah. And his life is probably pretty crappy.
0: It was hard to make that satisfying for my kids, but that was right. the, That was what I was telling them. I guarantee you, her, her life is awful. Yeah. Which I do. I guarantee you, her, her life is miserable.
3: Yeah. They probably didn't understand it at the time, but I guarantee that story and your point of view sticks with them.
0: And walking away from crazy people is a good lesson, too. You
4: called her a lunatic. Like what, I, I did call her a lunatic. I'm not sure what else is <laughs> solid for- diagnosis. I forgot. You're that. a lunatic. I'm walking away. Seems like a perfectly resolved situation. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. You're a lunatic. She had frizzy hair. She said something as I was walking away. I think I am not or something like that. You know, I don't know what she said. I've, yes, you are. I believe that you believe that. So I turned on my heels right. and I said, oh, yes, you are. Then she said, I'm not. Then I turned again. Oh, yeah, you still are. I'm glad it didn't. And the what's, jerk store called. I'm glad that? it didn't go that way. I'm rubber and your glue thing. <laughs> Did you try that?
3: As long as the kids were involved.
0: Oh, man. So it got more lighthearted as the day went on, and uh, they thought about things they wish they had done or said, like Henry wishes he would have gone up and coughed her. I've got the COVID now. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, no. No, because then he'd be on YouTube. <laughs> you don't want your kid on YouTube. <laughs> Anyway, mask police at the park. Um, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. We'll try to finish strong.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Sunday morning,
0: man, she woke up fighting man so apparently this is Luke Combs. I was wrong. On, so never mind.
2: St- still a funny
0: song. Just just get to the lottery ticket part.
2: You could say that girl good as I think it's coming
0: up soon. Luke Combs has been on Saturday Night Live
2: this season. Round he must not have had COVID. Alone.
0: It's a sad tale so far. So Depressed.
4: 20 on pump seven and uh one of those number nines. Ooh, a little They're scene setting there. Oh nice a little Nat so sound she, oh, she
3: was wrong. There
0: you go. She said lottery tickets were a waste of time and she was wrong. There huh? you go. There you no, go. How,
3: how many times wasn't? did you lecture
4: Marshall Phillips? too many you high-handed bastard you too many another genre of music that mentions tanks of gas more than country is there one no mm-hmm. certainly not <laughs> uh unless it's bruce springsteen um a
3: story tomorrow we've got to spend some time on is the changes to the san diego school system san diego unified uh expect a 20 to 40 percent decline in the quality of your kids' education if they uh, adopt these policies at your school district. We'll talk about that tomorrow.
0: I can't wait. I love slash hate talking about school policy. Guaranteed 100% failure. Uh, of these policies. Speaking of going to parks, I uh, got this text. I go to a park four to five nights a week in South Reno, and oh boy, it's the best entertainment ever. Random dog training, no masks, a mom called my wife a Karen. OMG, it's the best part of my day. <laughs> <laughs> now that's somebody going through life with the right attitude. Wearing life like a loosely fitting suit of clothes, as it says in the Bible. That's oh, the way to do it. Wow, that's, that's
3: good. Is that from the uh, book of uh, haberdashery? <laughs>
0: I think it's an Old Testament thing. Mm. The Bible! That's right, Right, sir. Somebody will correct me on that. Maybe Luke Combs said it.
3: (laughs) Combs 417. (laughs) Well, at least you can count on them being angry about
0: it. Ben Shapiro tweeted this. I thought it was pretty good. If you want a picture of the future of American governance, imagine presidents reversing each other's executive orders forever. Uh, yeah, that is become a problem and part of it is similar w- to why the Supreme Court has been elevated to a, a level of imp- import it wasn't supposed to be. Is a freaking Congress doesn't do its job in passing laws or, or this sort of thing right. doesn't doesn't actually do it. So everything's in executive order now
3: or the administrative state. yeah. I just read uh, Trump uh, Mark Meadows put out word. To all sorts of Trump staffers, those of you who are yelling at us that it's not decided yet, the chief of staff put out the word to cabinet members and everybody else. What can we get through an executive order between now and in- inauguration day when we're gone? That's a paraphrase, but and so they've come up with all sorts of ideas for executive orders that are going to get through uh, during the uh, the period of lame duckery.
0: <sighs> Is there a point to that? I mean, if it's if it's the sort of thing that the other side doesn't like, it won't last two months, will it? Well, it depends on what
3: you're talking about. For instance, uh, they want uh, the one that kind of rang my bell was uh, money for parents whose school districts are closed to go to private schools. Oh well, in essence, refunding their property tax that allegedly pays for schools. Once they have that money, Joe Biden's not going to come and yank it. No,
0: handing out money would be a permanent thing. Right. Right. But
3: uh, and, and the policy stuff, you have to go to all the trouble to undo it. So it might do some good for a while.
0: That's a crazy way to govern, though. Yes. The, the whole on day one I will do this, it shouldn't, we shouldn't have a president that can drastically change anything on day one. You wouldn't think.
3: I mean, I realize this is childish and naive at this point in our history, but it's worth reminding you. Congress is supposed to pass write and pass the laws. Then the president enforces them. But no, the president makes up thousands and thousands of laws based on his whims. And or some head of a bureau somewhere invents all sorts of new laws because Congress granted them that uh, such rules and regulations as are deemed necessary by the administration of the Department of All Good Things and No Bad Things.
0: So the Pfizer CEO... Sold a whole bunch of his shares on the same day the company announced the coronavirus vaccine that made the stock market go crazy. Sell high, baby. I hear that. Uh, He sold shares worth $5.6 million as the company's stock price soared on Monday. The company says it was part of a predetermined 10B51 plan that they had planned out ahead of time. No, it wasn't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hey, look at that, guys. You see where the whole uh, 50C38B uh, plan, it it fell on today when we just announced the thing. Isn't that amazing? <laughs>
0: of 364 other days, it could happen. Yeah. As today. I mean, It's like straight out of that country song. <laughs> exactly. <Come on. laughs> Predetermined 10B51 plans are intended to shield executives from accusations of insider training. But Pfizer CEO's stock sale plan was implemented on August 19th, the day before the company made an earlier major announcement on the vaccine's progress. One expert on insider trading said it looks very suspicious.
3: Oh, and so they announced that schedule that they laughingly uh, referred to right when it started to look like the thing was going to work. And then, then they scheduled sh- the announcement for a week after the election happened to be the same date.
0: Oh, well, that can't possibly be. <laughs> Dirty dealing. That seems like the opposite of it. This what? seems to me like proof that you did do it, not not exculpatory. Yeah,
3: this this is the sort of case Sherlock Holmes would wave his hand and say, "No, boring." Well, you don't need Sherlock Holmes. You could just have his dogs on this one.
0: Experts who look into this sort of thing said, "Execs at Moderna, another company working on COVID vaccine, also changed or adopted stock trading plans just before major announcements." How could? Uh, The idea that people in Congress don't know this stuff before we do and act on it, that people in big business don't, is laughable. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, obviously you have to keep it, you know, kind of on the down low so you don't end up in prison. But the idea that you you would know the biggest announcement about our company ever is going to happen on Monday. And you don't hint at that. For your wife, or your wife's brother, or your kids, your adult children, or anything like that, I just find laughable. If, you're, if you don't, you're a bad friend. I think I would do it. Hey, give give a
3: brother a wink, would you?
0: It'd be a pretty hard thing to keep to yourself. You got a, you got an adult son who's got stock in the company, and you're not you're not going to just no, no hint whatsoever. The big we're going gonna to triple the 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 worth of your stock tomorrow.
3: <laughs> Man, I would appreciate a little word to the wise. Come on now. <laughs>
2: Uh,
0: This was a predetermined plan, and it just happened to be the same day. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Here's your host, Joe
3: Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap things up. Michelangelo in the control room. Michael, final thought.
1: Yeah, to the adults, let the kids play, mask or no mask. To the kids... If an adult is yelling at you, don't go get your dad, go get your mom. She will take care of it. (laughs) Positive
4: Sean, a final thought? Ah, yes, a delightful week uh, has uh, really just been me doing some adulting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that that I've been putting off for a long time. And now I'm back to my, hey, look, you get to do the stuff that you want to do now, and you don't have the guillotine of responsibility hanging over your head. While you do it, I might actually enjoy it today.
0: I wish I would learn that, that if I do the things that are hanging over my head right away, I don't have to worry about them. Yep. Jack, a final thought to share with the folks? Yeah, I would say in terms of walking away from the crazy person, that is uh, the wisest but least satisfying thing you can do in those situations. It's not at all satisfying. Long term, it's probably satisfying because I don't have the headache of the police or a fight or anything like that. You
3: could pull her around by her ear flaps, but you
0: shouldn't. (laughs) Short term, it's very unsatisfying.
3: Right. My final thought is an update to a story. The uh, postman who accused the postmaster of vote fraud then completely recanted, then denied that he'd ever recanted. Of course, what's happened next? People who agree with his the point of view have started a GoFundMe page, and now he's wealthy. Oh, of course. And then GoFundMe took the page down because he's something or other. All ah. right, America. Oh, that reminds me. Tomorrow we have to talk about rage funding the new trend in political fundraising. Rage funding.
0: So I'm reminded the stock trade the same day. What was that? Susan Rice as she was headed out the door at the Obama White House writing a memo to herself. Right. By the way,
3: we followed all the rules. It was all on the up and up. Uh,
0: signed to me. <laughs> Similar sort
3: of thing. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank. Go to New a gear. New masks. New boxer briefs jogging bras oh such high quality the masks are great
5: see you tomorrow gone. god bless america
6: you having a good time okay i, I did not say okay. that i've
5: sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes
6: <laughs> that's
2: if you wish to leave you may let me just say how very very dismaying and disappointing
4: not uh, good and just Change the channel from this mesmerizing
5: horror show. We'll be
6: better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words.
5: It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to
0: rephrase uh, what you're doing? She had the frizzy hair and the wild eyes of the lunatic. She just had the <laughs> lunatic look. And she had one of those. And she's the frizzy like, hair of the lunatic. <laughs>
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: information.